There's a really good picture book, kids book called The Invisible String, which for any parent that has a little lamb like Tommy, you know, mummy's boy, it talks about the connection, you know, that mummy and daddy or whoever are always there and there's an invisible string between the two of you. So that's another book that we've been reading him um, so that he knows that mummy's always coming back or mummy's always there um, because that's been a big thing for us. Separation anxiety has really been challenging for us. You know, he's three, but he's had it almost every day since, you know, he was 12 months old, really. We really have to drop and run, which has been the advice of both the daycare and the kinder to, yeah, not drag out any of that. And he settles very quickly, but pulling him off is super, super challenging. Hello, and welcome to Parenthood, conversations about life after kids. I'm your host, Leonia Kidanor, and every fortnight I will bring you discussions about the real and raw realities of parenting, life behind the Instagram filter. Join us as we laugh, cry, and bond over the organised chaos that is parenthood. Real talk. Hi, everyone. It's um, great to be back on the pod um, with my bestie, Liv. Liv. Hey, everyone. How are you feeling? Oh, Leonie, <laughs> thanks for buying me so many wines last night. Apologies, everyone, for the rather uh, husky voice today. It's just because I was yelling and singing my favourite songs. <laughs> I'm well known to uh, achieve a husky voice the next day. Oh, yeah. So we actually had a, a bit of a night out on the town. I feel, is it everyone listening? I feel like it was very long, way overdue for us, Liz, oh, actually. We had a bit of um, ball, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know that it's going to be a big night when you start them. Start off the evening with cocktails and migrate from there. Uh, <laughs> it was good, but we were sensible because we all know that we nothing good. good happens after two. We've finally learnt that lesson. Yes. Now we're in our mid thirties, yes. and we were yes. home way before that. So well done, us. and no shots, and no, sh- and no was, shots yes. for once. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. thank you. I'm usually the shot girl. Shot on e- entry, shot on exit. Hit me up. Yeah. I think that's why we're <laughs> but, feeling um, a bit better than perhaps we're anticipating today so we can go forward with this podcast recording yeah (laughs) we weren't sure how we'd pull up but we both have voices so that's a good start um Liv's just hanging on by a thread but you're still there hun I can still hear you (laughs) um can we just even talk about the fact that like how nice is it to just step away from the fams for, you know, an evening, even sometimes just away from the partner, away from everyone, be with a whole bunch of girlfriends and just have a good laugh. Like, yeah. like it's like critical, I feel. like yourself. Oh, it's so nice to just have a break from the bath and bed and feeding yeah. and chaos oh. and mess and, yeah, yeah, just to dress up and feel good about yourself. And, yeah, most importantly, yeah, chat with your girlfriends and laugh and, yeah, yeah be a bit silly. I feel like it's one of those ones as well. I think we both, when we both um, met early last uh, yesterday evening, we were both like, feeling a bit guilty, yeah. like we've just left the, yeah. our partners for the bed bath routine. I'm not in the good book. I'm definitely, there was some chewed when I was dropped off. It's that's like, sure. Yes. It was have a great it's time like, for good teeth. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> sorry, not oh, sorry, you no, know. No. So, but so important though. Like I think, you know, we I always feel a bit flustered when I first arrive at any venue because it's just like the chaos of having left the, the whole household, you know. But after like that first sip of a cocktail, I'm like, okay, I'm feeling like I'm just breathe. Now. Just breathe. We're back. We're, back. We're here. Yeah. yeah. No, it was great. We're back. Lots of fun. Yeah. It was good. Um, So today we will be talking a bit about transitions, but I want to hear first and foremost, given it's one of our first episodes for the season, Liv, how was your holiday break? It was so fun. It was so needed because we haven't had a holiday or a good amount of time or been able to do anything for two years. So I uh, was totally cool with unpacking and repacking and doing 25 loads of washing each time we got home before we went off somewhere else. We, uh, We went up to Queensland, which was great. So the borders allowed us to travel up there so So we took our two car seats and four suitcases and the cot and (laughs) the Griswolds on vacation um (laughs) but yeah we had a lovely time up there and my parents are there too so we got some baby free babysitting time which was uh, very important and it was not you know Tommy and Noah's probably the same you know Christmas is really specially Mm. really got Santa this year so I really it was really yeah it was a beautiful Christmas to yeah can we talk Speaking of Santa, so can we talk about this whole like moving the fairy? Oh, What's the thing that everyone's the doing shelf. now? Oh, the elf on the it's shelf. I don't want to get into that. Yeah, <laughs> some. Oh, I'm fascinated. I'm totally doing that next year. I don't oh, mind. <laughs> but, but the thing is, like, I've heard stories of like, what if you forget to move the elf, oh, and then the kids pick oh, up on yeah. it, and then you have to make up some story. Like, it's a lot of commitment. I, I feel. just had the Santa app this year, which Santa calls, oh. or you can call Santa and put the child on the naughty or nice list. So anytime Tommy was being cheeky, which started probably right. from August, to be honest, <laughs> like, right, we're calling Santa and we'd call Santa and hear Santa's voice and, like, it just Is got that in. right? Yeah, he was so well behaved. So, yeah, if anyone hasn't oh discovered that. God. I don't know, there's multiple versions. Just put type in Santa app into your app store and you'll okay. find something. Highly recommend. Wow. So, wait, you literally say Santa, Tommy's been naughty yeah. today. Yeah. And- what happens? What is it? Oh, you know, it's just like, what oh, you called Santa. Ho, ho, ho. Do you like Oh, oh, the, deep oh vo- the husky voice is really working for Santa right now. <laughs> uh, please leave your, cha- your child's name after the, vo- after the tone. No and way. I'm sure like a voice on The naughty list. And I say, hello, Santa. Yes, Thomas yeah. McPhee, you know, very naughty. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to bed. Not eating his vegetables. Yelling at his mummy. Whatever it is. Oh, oh my God. So, yeah, that's good. Wow. Oh, I like that. Okay, good hot tip for mm. next year. I, I might start that from, you know, July, you know, to give it a good six months in the running, you know. Yeah, it, it worked. It worked. I'm kind of yeah, like, is it too early? To bring, I was like, oh, no, Easter Bunny, we'll use that. So Easter Bunny yeah. is going to oh, I don't yes. know if Easter Bunny has a voicemail service, but I might look uh, into okay. that today. You look into it and report back. <laughs> so. We, um, we, yeah, it was really fun talking about Christmas and just being able to have the boys kind of understand. And it is really, all of a sudden I'm like, oh, it's like Christmas joy Mm. again. Remember Mm. how excited we used to be for Santa? I was distraught when I found out Santa wasn't real, like absolutely killed. Oh, yeah, it's a special time, isn't it? And to use your imagination. Isn't it? Sky on Christmas Eve. Like I've still got vivid memories of driving home from family functions on Christmas Eve to Yeah. Rudolph in the sky. Yeah. Yeah. So special. 
is in a we um we similarly were at mainly at um so Jules's family they're down sort of Warrnambool way so we went and visited them and then we were back towards Mornington Peninsula uh, for a little while and it was just we spent no time in Melbourne we just spent the whole time away it was so Bliss. nice and great weather Bliss. we really we've lucked in with great the summer this year we finally got absolutely summer. like thank like global warming. <laughs> It is scary. I guess the only advantage, but yes. <laughs> I know. It's like, what's it going to look like in a we few years' time? But we... we'll, we'll take the good weather for, yes. you know, yeah, we're, we're from Melbourne, but it's usually four seasons in a yeah. day. So uh, yeah. <laughs> pretty happy with that. But, um, but yeah, so tell me then, how did, talking about transitions, we'll hit up our topic for today. So how did, so we've both started um, the boys, you've started Tommy at Kinder this year. Um, Noah started at Early Learning. So Talk me through, like, the lead-up to it. Like, how did he go? Oh, he, he's been really excited. We've done a lot of prep. Mm. I've spoken before yeah. about Tommy being quite a mild-mannered, nervous kid from time to time, quite attached to me, yeah. even though he's very established in childcare. You know, he's mm. going to a new kinder. It is a new environment. He doesn't know. Well, he happens to know maybe two other kids, which is fantastic and really helped mm. it. But we started talking about it really with Christmas, you know, for Christmas he got his kinder bag and that's his big boy bag which differentiates it from childcare and got him prepped. It's been hard with COVID because we can't walk in to the kinder. So yeah. just that settling which, you know, I would have really liked to do because of that separation anxiety piece for him mm-hmm. um, we haven't been able to do. But the the kinder staff are just beautiful and fantastic and we, mm. we walk in with one of his little friends, which has helped the transition too. So, he, is that the bestie or that know, he's with, or another? Yeah, oh, another close friend. Another, his, yeah. his little okay. uh, pee in the pod besties. Uh, yeah, not at the oh, same kinder, which cool. is probably good because yeah, it's going to force yeah. him to be friends with somebody other than his bestie. <laughs> yes, I honestly at his birthday, um, what was it, a month or two ago? No, a month ago now. Um, I the, those two watching Tommy and his bestie. Yeah. It like they are joined yeah. at the yeah. hip. Like it's almost like they're each other's security, yeah. you know, like yeah. they're just, yeah, I, mean, I can see what With anything, saying. yeah, clings to a person and then becomes yep. the follower around that. So, yeah, I'm really yeah. pleased that, yeah, he's transitioning really well and it's been a few weeks now and we've gone through the orientation yeah. and he seems settled. So all systems yeah. go in kinder world, the next, yeah. the next stage. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. So, yeah, Noah was good. Actually, I had a bit of it. So end of, towards the back end of last year, um, I was kind of, it just hit me. I'm like, oh my God, he's not going to be going to daycare anymore. And his brother, Charlie's at daycare. And even just, so we, um, even at Christmas time, the teacher, the educator sent out little, you know, Christmas cards. And, you know, I literally read the card. It was like, we're really going to miss Noah next year, blah, 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 from his educator. And I just yeah, burst into tears. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh my God, my baby's not a baby oh. anymore. Even so literally because he's um with the early learning that he's at it's four days Mm. full-time school hours so it's like literally that's his left his daycare center now for that and it just really hit me and yeah I I, it was interesting whereas with him I was like you know you're not going to go back to daycare he's like yeah cool whatever don't care moving on excited about my new school like and it's interesting because um there are emotions that I didn't actually think I would feel until and then they just sort of slap you in the face were you a bit like 
any emotions I from your end? I think things are still pretty normal in our world in that, you know, we yeah. have, I haven't had to leave the daycare situation. So the transition yeah. probably hasn't yes. been as significant as what it has been for you. I certainly yeah. was, yeah, oh, my my kinder boy, you know, wow, yeah. where does the time go? We know that time is yeah. bloody hell. Yeah, um, I know. Yeah, yeah, it's been a nice next stage really, but, yeah, not yeah. the emotion that I think you probably would have felt going Yeah. Through. It just got me. And then like walking through the school gates and being like, oh my yeah. God, like this is, yeah. he's starting now. Like this yeah. is happening. I actually um, asked if, uh, our audience just on Instagram, what, whether a few questions around the transition bit. And it was funny because I said, oh, did you cry yeah. on their first day? <laughs> and 65% of people said yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And then I said, did your child cry? And over half said no, their child didn't. So here we are like weeping parents. That's going to be when we hit prep, that'll be me. My mum still tells the story of being found by another parent behind the classroom just sobbing, 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 and they actually built a really beautiful friendship from that moment of day one of prep. This parent busting mum literally inconsolable behind the classroom. Oh, my God. We will feel it. We will feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting one. But um, in preparation for us, so we were, like, as I said, I think I'm pretty fortunate. Noah's quite a um, kind of, I guess, a confident little kid and, you know, Hmm. easily makes friends like we'll go to the park and just randomly want to talk to everyone like yeah very kind of that social I guess um and so love is always up for a new experience so I think this whole thing with the school I certainly like we drive past and I'd Hmm. say this is your school you're going to go there next year um and also the school bag Hmm. like just kind of you know getting them all excited by that you know you get to have a packed lunch like we're doing lunch boxes now because obviously like it's a school-based kind of early learning so like that's exciting and all of that. Okay, so we I need think, to stop you know, there. Are you feeling the stress around lunchbox preparation <laughs> that I am? Like, there's a list of all the things that we should and shouldn't include and, like, please minimize oh, plastic. So I'm – and oh. I'm thinking, oh, God, it's got to be super healthy. I can't have one scoop yeah. of sugar in there. Like, So the kid's going off with all of these vegetables. He doesn't eat vegetables at oh. home, but the box comes back empty and the teachers are saying, oh. no, he sits up there and demolishes it all. Really? <laughs> chat with some of the other mums and we're like, what? What are you putting yeah. in the lunchbox? Like, yeah. <laughs> we, we don't want to be judged. Oh, my goodness, it's another thing. So, so, wait, what do you put, what's your go-to at the moment with the lunchbox? Uh, so we have a, a morning snack, which is usually apple and some carrot and maybe some popcorn okay. or something like that. Yeah. And then for lunch he will usually have a sandwich or a wrap or something and then some yeah. fruit. Um, yeah, and probably some more popcorn. That's really as far as I've gone. But I've seen some yeah. super amazing lunch boxes that have really? got some really extravagant and options. And I was like, I really need to lift my lunchbox wow. down. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tom. <laughs> Vegemite sandwich for you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we're the same as us. Basically, we um, it's like fruit, uh, oh, little yeah, little crackers and stuff for recess, and then like a sandwich and some fruit and sultanas. I, I throw them in. Um, but the other day, so I feel like with the communication with the school, either I'm just not prioritizing paying any attention to it, or I'm just like in another world. But I, so I, I the other day I was like, oh, just make him a peanut butter sandwich and pop that oh, in his lunch. But no. we get. Oh I'm no. Going to pick up. Oh. <laughs> I 
my kids to pick up. I'm like, oh yeah, where's my kid? And then like the teacher comes out. She's like, oh, just by the way, um, we can't do peanuts yes, no uh, in future. And I was like, where? like I don't get any of these memos. I'm just in there. Like, like the other day, for example, I, I'm at the school gate and I notice all the kids are walking out. They're all wearing these colourful socks. And I remember Noah brought these colourful socks home like a couple of nights before. And I was like, that's random. What are these for, Noah? Noah's like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, sweet, whatever. So threw it in the drawer. They're all walking out and I and Noah's not wearing the colourful oh, socks. And, I, and I'm like, oh, my God, so I meant to take the socks to school. Like I am you so out of the You need to read the newsletter, mate. You need to read the newsletter. So the teacher comes out. She must think I'm absolutely useless. She's like, um, yeah, Wednesdays is the colourful socks day. I'm not sure if you knew. And I was like, oh, right. No, it doesn't care. He's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, no, did you feel left out? He's like, oh, no, I don't care. Whatever. Whatever. Colourful socks. Like, I was <laughs> wearing like, white I socks. to be different. colour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, where? And the, the thing is, there's no written newsletter. I don't know if your kind is, is the same, but for us, we have this portal that we have to go on. It's all online. Like, do you go on there? Is there a portal for Kinder uh, or what's the no, story? We're at a community Kinder, so yeah. we don't have a portal, but we do have a yeah. comms officer who is responsible for okay. sharing a lot of updates out. So okay. she does yeah. all of that. Uh, but like what? Hard and, then email, and then email. So the, our emails, okay. have been emailing us updates, which has been fantastic every day. So you knew about the peanut butter sitch or because I didn't okay. know about it. <laughs> like, everyone that's probably listening is like, yeah, I knew about that too, Leonie. Like what the heck? Like everybody, Leonie's incredibly intelligent, but she does have a couple of blind spots. <laughs> I'm like, if it's not like to do with, like, I'm like, I could get my kids ready and at the school gate. That's pretty much oh. where it is. Like, I'm like, now that you're like. A lot of like- centres, like, and even daycares are dairy-free, nut-free, just because so many children yeah, have, well, so, you know, yeah. there's high sensitivities yeah. and allergies to yeah. whether yeah. it's egg or nut or whatever it might be. Yeah. Hence why, you know, you can't bring cakes in to celebrate birthdays and you can't. Of, well, certainly now <laughs> our centres, yeah, they, wow. they do the cake uh, on oh. site in the daycare kinder. Okay. I can't remember what they do, but I feel like there was a very, I'm pretty sure I saw something in bold, which was no cake. <laughs> Is that why? Okay. I would have, yeah, totally missed that memo too. I should probably stop paying more attention. Oh, Noah, who's like, God. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah. So I I actually did ask our audience as well. What other hot tips did they have around preparing your child? Mm. And they essentially said what we've been saying, Liv. But a few people use the term social story. Have you heard of that before? Never heard that using it. Okay, so essentially using that story around, you know, you know, go, this is what's going to happen and uh, you're going to go to school yeah. and it's going to look like this and, you know, and just kind of setting those expectations up front. But I'd never really heard of, yeah, a few people like, oh, yeah, we just do social story. And I'm like, okay, well, now I'm I in didn't the loop know that was what that term, means. But, but yeah, that's, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. It's the story so, I mean, look, bit, isn't it? Just And you know, doing the drive-bys, oh, we did something similar too. Like this is where you're going yeah. to go. And the kinder were yes. great at giving photos of all of the, the kids in the, in the kinder class and the teachers. Oh, and that's So, you, you know, we're you know, trying to familiarise him with each of the kids' names because it's another, you know, 25 new kids that he has wow, in his week. Wow, so Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like, like you're so in the know. Like I'm literally like I know nothing about what he does or who his friends are. Like, 
I've got people off. helping me. They're probably listening right now. You know who you are. Thank you for helping me navigate through kinder selection and just being a mum in general. <laughs> but do you, so do you know what they do all day? Because I don't. I go on the swing, play some cars, read some stories. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What I do know is that there is so much time and effort, particularly, you know, Mm -hmm. just seeing already what our kinder teachers put into, yeah, their learning and their development and the individual needs of all the kids, which was the reason we chose our community kinder. I wanted community kinder because I wanted to feel part of something and I went to a community kinder and I'm... You know, yeah, it was the feeder to our the primary school that I hope Tommy will go to. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's been really nice to meet some other people, and then yeah, particularly the two teachers who just pour their heart and soul yeah. into the development mm. of these little kids. So, how do you meet the parents? Like, how do you know these people? How are you on a WhatsApp uh, group? I'm like, on the committee, Leonie. Oh, stop it! Of course you are. <laughs> That's why you knew about the peanut Just butter. Free time, you know. I'm actually on the subcommittee, but somehow I found myself oh. taking on some additional responsibilities. Of, of already funny about that. <laughs> But it's been fantastic so because is, these yeah. kinders are run by mm. management committees, which is effectively the parents okay. and there's maybe right. 15 of us in varying okay. different roles, whether it's comms or, you know, the president mm. role or, you know, the treasurer yep. or whatever you might be. We've all got a portfolio yeah. that we have to manage to mm. ensure the smooth running of the kinder, uh, which is fascinating. Yeah, and I was <laughs> saying to the committee group or some of the members, how tiring, mm. you know, working in business, how tiring we know how tiring it would be to change your manager every year you have 15 new parents or a mixture of new parents coming in with different ideas different processes it's yeah it's um it's been yeah really fascinating so i'm enjoying it so that's how i met some of the other parents and we had a picnic which was nice too for all parents all parents in the kinder yeah so yeah yeah, wow, it's a very community-minded, it's about building mm. connection, it's about, yeah, being present and knowing mm. what's in your space. So, mm. yeah. What's the um, level of commitment from you if you want to be on a committee? Like, oh, it's totally optional. Um, yeah. So what, how often do you have to so do stuff? Like? Month, there's a, a committee meeting monthly, so that's your time okay. commitment. And then probably yeah. I'd say it's one to two hours a week maybe for your portfolio, whether that's fundraising. Oh, wow. Or, yeah. The yeah. president and the vice president and the treasurer, treasurer role, yeah. it's significant. They're, it's almost like another job. And I think we've all gone into this going, whoa, this is a bit bigger than perhaps what we thought because we want rigour and, you know, we've got an exceptional kinder and we want it to stay exceptional. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it's fascinating. It's quite, yeah, it's quite a responsibility. That's really cool. And it's nice, though, that you've already had the opportunity to meet some of the other parents too. Um, we haven't, we've actually got a school. Um, so even though he's at the early learning section of the school, we're sort of still considered to be part of the general mm. school community. Um, so we've got our first um, parents sort of social night oh, next month. Can't so wait to hear all. <laughs> very much excited about that because I'm kind of like, you do the drop off yeah. and um, and then you're kind of like, okay, hi, you're yeah. smiling at some of the parents, but you don't like, and we're all wearing masks. Yeah. And yeah. it's awkward yeah. and, you know, all the kids know each other and I'm just kind of like, okay, have mm. a good day, honey, mm. you know. Like that's the extent of my social interaction mm. with these people so far. So I think, yeah, it would be good um, to actually put some names to some faces. because um, yeah, we've all got so much ho- in common, you know, and you're going to go through right. the next 15, how long, you know, 
20, yeah. 15 yeah. years, right, through the school yeah. system. Um, yeah. So it's nice to develop those bonds and share the journey together. And probably a Absolutely. few wines because that will be required. Yeah, you. totally. Break the ice and then you're all best buds. <laughs> but um, actually speaking of drop-off, so we um, the first week I did the drop-off and pick-up and um, alternating with Jules, um, but then we put him in the before school care. So um, because I start yeah. work so early yeah. in the morning, being in construction and, and Jules, like they literally start at 8.45. Like anyone who even has an office job mm. needs to be potentially in the mm. six by nine. So how does that work? Mm. So we thought... And my whole thing was I had a big stigma around the fact that I didn't want to put him into after-school care because I did a lot of after-school mm. care and I had a lot of um, time where my mum wasn't really present, particularly more the primary school mm. years because she was busy working. And so I was always very committed and I said, I want to be kind of involved in the school community and I want to also be there at drop uh, pickup. So we'll, we'll put him in for drop off. And that means I can start my day quite early. So it was all going seeming, uh, swimmingly, you know, I drop him off for the first week. He wasn't not a tear shed, happy days. I love school. Then the second week we, I drop him off at a different gate mm. where he then walks in and he bursts yeah. into tears and he's like, I'm confused. And then I, I left him eventually. And I'm like, I've got to go to work. But anyway, so then I find out um, that he gets to, so he does his little bit of a play that they sent a photo and they said he's fine now. He's playing on the slide. Um, and then he, they transitioned them into the classroom by nine o'clock. And then he sees all the other parents, you know, arriving with their children. And he's looking at the mm. teacher going, is my mum coming now? I'm confused. And she's like, no, we're starting the day, honey. It's all right. Your mum will be there. But it was really interesting because they handled it uh, certainly in a way that I had never really you know, we certainly didn't experience this live. So basically he gets to the classroom, he's in tears. One of the teachers takes him um, for a little walk around the campus and she's telling him that he needs to focus on his breathing. And like, cause they, they meditate every morning. It's like a thing. Oh, <laughs> I know. How do you get three-year-olds to I meditate? I don't. still and yours is meditating. <laughs> so, so she was like, this is the, how the teacher said it. She's like, so, you know, he was a little bit distressed, but it's fine. So, you know, Sue talking for a walk around campus, they focused on breathing. We said, breathe in when you feel the big emotions you want to breathe in then you want to let them let it go get the energy out no and and we had a little stress ball and he was squeezing that as he was breathing and then we were talking about the fact that we want to calm the body and he was really receptive to it to leonie and i'm like is that my kid you're talking about (laughs) and she was like like honestly like mindfulness at that age like you like we would both hear it and go there's no way that that would work no way that's right but yeah yeah Yeah. i mean i just learned that tommy can put his own socks and shoes on because that's what he does at daycare but i didn't know that because he (laughs) mummy does it for him because i've already fallen into that trap but yeah you you, we're just navigating these different you know whatever they're doing in their yeah learning spaces yeah, totally. And then so um, basically she said, you know, and we spoke about the emotion. We said, you might be feeling a little bit scared or a little bit unsure and that's okay. It's okay to feel that way. Anyway, he calms down. They bring him back to the classroom. Um, this happened for about three days straight yeah. where he was a bit stressed out because he's like, dude, yeah. what is this, this uh, before this school care thing? Yeah. And she was like, you're different. But she was like, oh, you know, the way I worded it was you have an extra play in the morning before everyone gets there. Aren't you so lucky? Mm. So like it's a, like a bit of a positive thing. Anyway, day three three of this transition, um, he is, he gets to the school gate and it's 7.30 in the morning. I'm like, okay, here we go. You're going to go see Sheila at, before school care. And he's like, mum, 
I feel good today. I'm going to be happy. And so Sheila opens the gate and there's little Noah, you know, smiling at Sheila being like, and she's like, wow, I get a smile this morning and not, not tears. And he's like, okay, mum, I'm good. Bye, mum. I know you have to go to work, but I'm good. And off he goes. And then when they transition him to the classroom, similarly, he's got a big smile on his face. And so the teacher at the end of the day said to me, she goes, Noah got the um, award for bravery today. He was the uh, class captain uh, because he was very brave oh. coming to school with a big smile on oh, his face. Are and you I was just like, bursting with pride? <laughs> Isn't that amazing? They're, and again, Isn't another that? lesson, they're just so much more yeah. capable than yes. perhaps we go in or give them credit for at the start. We're just, oh, I fall yes. into that trap all the time. I'm such a baby. Yeah. Like I'm babying them the whole time. No, yes. yeah, come on, build courage and bravery. And build courage. You can do it, yeah. It's just that confidence yeah. build. Oh, that's an amazing, yeah. oh, I love hearing that. Isn't go, that, Noah. Yeah, I know. So, I don't know, I guess when they put their minds to it, I mean, so I guess as far as hot tips for, for those who potentially do have, you know, transitions coming up with school or daycare or mm. kinder, I mean, I really think that ultimately it's telling that story prior but also just, and I, I found the wording around certain things like mum's going to go off and do this and, you know, and you get a special little play and those kind of sort of framing it in a way that's seems really positive mm. and a bit special. Mm. I don't know, really sort of mm. help work for us. And so, and literally from that day on, no oh, more tears. I love that. Like, we just made a decision there's, and that was it. There's a really good um, picture book, kids book called The Invisible okay. String, which for any parent that mm. has a little lamb like Tommy, you know, mummy's yeah. boy, it talks about the connection, you know, that mummy and daddy or whoever are always there and there's an mm. invisible string between the two of you. Um, yeah. So that's another book that we've been reading him um, oh. so that he knows that mummy's always coming back or mummy's always there yep. Um, yep. because that's been a big thing for us. Separation anxiety has really been challenging for us. You know, he's three but he's had it almost every day since, you know, he was 12 mm. months old really. he He's fine. Mm. You know, we really have to drop and run, which has been the advice of both the daycare and the kinder to, yeah, not right. drag out any of that. And he settles very quickly, mm. but the pulling him off uh, is super, super mm. challenging. In fact, on I don't know mm. if I told you this last night, but um, mm. Thursday we had our first, I got the first instance of this, I got a phone call from the daycare at about midday saying, oh, Tommy has been saying all morning that he's not feeling well. It's a bit unusual. He doesn't usually do that. So I was like, well, I'm in the city. Mm. My husband will come. And I call Mark mm. after and Mark says, there's nothing wrong with him. And Tommy had said, just tricking. <laughs> it's like you're three. This is way too early to be doing the I don't feel like oh school today. God. I'm just going to take a sick and go to sick bay and get the teachers called bad. So we, I don't know what the heck we're oh going to do. I don't know God. how. And maybe he was feeling off or tired or something. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was yeah. like, oh, just, the, just tricking and had a smirk. You know, oh he's heard me tell mum and a few other people and he's just got this yeah, yeah. smirk on his face. <laughs> What a little trickster. So, that is oh gold. We'll have to see how that oh goes my over God. the next couple of weeks. But, yeah, he will do anything <sighs> to, yeah, try and just be at home. He's a real home bod, which might be a yeah. COVID uh, outcome, but he would much yeah. prefer to just be at home in his own space. You know, I'll be like, Mummy's going to work, Daddy's going to work. And he's like, Tommy's at home by himself. No worries. Like, oh, really? Like, who's who's yeah. going to feed you? Who, like, you can't yeah. stay at home by yourself. He's like, no, Tommy stay at home. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> 
Oh my God. So the separation, uh, separation anxiety, I think that's a good one to, to talk about. So you said essentially the tips you've had around that. So how do you know if they've got it? Basically every time you go to drop them off, they're distressed. Is that essentially yeah, what it like is? Tommy, like he just clings like a little koala. Okay. And start crying and no mummy, no daddy, like just, he's distraught more, you know, we have some mm. good mornings, but there's yeah. probably a couple of drop offs every week that he, you know, usually mm. Monday, you know, after having yeah. three, three days home with us, Monday is the toughest. Yeah. Um, mm. He just really, really struggles to to settle. They say, yeah, with us there. Mm. So they've just said he will be fine. They're so fantastic yeah. at distracting him and welcoming and they know how to manage yeah. him, which I think is a really yes. critical thing around, yes. yeah, it's managing separation anxiety because they have to go to someone mm. that they trust and yeah. feel safe in that environment. So the relationship, okay. so there has always usually been the one educator, even if there are four in the room, there is one that we know he prefers. That's usually yeah. the one that will come and grab him and, you know, he's okay. more likely to go to that person. So mm. it's, oh, it's heartbreaking. And, you know, I sit mm. here after 18 months of, you know, still really painful drop-offs a lot of the morning. Yeah, wow. Um, that's just, yeah, that's just who he is. And if, yeah. if he wasn't settling, um, then I would be much more concerned. But I know that he's happy yes. and by the time, you know, people be familiar you know, with it, by the time you get to the end of the hall, you've, you know, you, they're not crying anymore. Yeah. So you kind of just... Yes. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Interesting. So that's... That's probably the difference between just adjusting, i.e., you know, Noah had his, a bit of a teary for a week or whatever, and I actually asked the, our audience, so like just generally, how you know, how long does it take your child to settle? And most people said one to two weeks, yeah. right? So that's just in yeah. a new environment. Yeah. It's assuming they're going most days, they'll eventually kind of settle. Yeah. Um, but I guess that's probably the difference between just a general anxiety initially and having separation yeah. anxiety, yeah, which is right. more like there is a way, right? and, okay. you know, you can see all all of the teachers really working in those yeah. first two weeks to really build a routine. Yes. They know where yes. to put their bags. So it yep. becomes really familiar and they build those relationships very quickly. Yeah, it's a yeah. real routine uh, yeah, practice that you need to get. So, um, yeah, it's interesting. I think maybe he just doesn't is, like it, it, which then goes to the mum guilt. Yeah, I don't know. I could go around yeah. around circles as to why he is oh. like that. But I think I fall back yeah. to the, he, it's the type of child that, Type of child. Yep. And what about Harry as a comparison? Well, Harry, you know, Harry's Harry. 14, 14 months. You probably remember yeah. Charlie and Noah going through yeah. the 14 months separate. And they say it's in its peak between, mm. I think, 12 and 18 months too. Uh, so you're more, so yeah, Harry has just started that funnily enough. And he has oh, the loudest shriek. He's his mother. Like, oh, he's got the loudest voice ever. And you, literally the whole daycare shakes when he starts crying. Oh, like, he just bellows. Um, so he will grow out of it. Yeah, he started childcare yeah. as, you know, as a five month old baby. So yeah, he yeah. knows that he's safe. He, yeah, he kind of gets the whole deal, but he's just worked out that, yeah, mummy's leaving now. Oh, uh, yeah. So hopefully he grows out of it quick smart. He's he's more the rooster, the the Noah type. Yes. So he will be fine. Yes. He'll just yeah, he's just gotta learn. So 
Yeah, that's so hilarious. I'm just picturing you like dro- a drop off. You got like koala oh. on one leg, like hanging on. You've got Harry like thundering with his scream, and you're just like, ah, oh, oh, get them off I, me. I literally <laughs> walk out at yeah eight thirty, going, I'm going to drink after oh, that. Yeah, like, what? Yeah, <laughs> I go to work for a Catch break. That's breath. for sure. Oh, honestly, <laughs> right? Honestly, ha- take my hat off oh. to the stay at home mums and stuff, oh, and the yeah. people who have the kids twenty four seven. Because oh, yeah. wow. Wow, like I feel like such a sense of relief when I'm kind of like, oh, good, I've got a few oh, hours yeah. to catch oh, my yeah. breath and focus on something else. Um, I also, so a few hot tips around managing separation anxiety and sort of just making it easier, not even separation anxiety, I guess just making mm. transitions easier. Um, a few people also wrote in saying things like obviously taking their comforter, I know, yeah. um, to, to daycare. Yeah. So Charlie loves holding yeah. on to his comforter as he walks in um, and he's never been a crier, but it's something that he, he loves. Mm. Um, so bring those familiar items from hmm. home do you, do you find that does uh, do they sleep have naps and stuff at kinder is it like uh, a, no like daycare no or? so daycare okay. is still naps and yes. but at kinder no but kinder at their sort of shorter sessions at this point in time so it's like 9 15 okay. to 2 45 yep. okay um, so they might play dead fish or something like lie down and have some rest time but i don't think yeah they don't actually nap so okay, he yeah, he's a wreck we, when we pick him up. <laughs> so he naps at two forty-five. <laughs> he's asleep yeah. by, the, by the time we're a hundred meters down the road because he he's still really a little kid that needs his day sleep. So that's what we're finding with Noah too. And I, on the days that there's one day of the week that my parents have him, he doesn't nap that day. And just driving home, it only takes 15, 20 minutes to get home. But yeah, within 30 seconds, he's fallen asleep. And the hardest bit is then getting mm, them out of the mm. car when they're ratty AF and you're like, oh, just want to stand. Sometimes I just sit in the car, but then Charlie's like bellowing, wanting to get out of the car. So, you know, yeah. like, how do you find that transition after kinder or? you know, after a big day. It's so hard. For Harry, still being so young, I just put him straight to bed and thankfully he's just so exhausted that he's in bed at 5.36, you know, after a daycare day. Even if he's had slips, he's still just wrecked from the stimulation and the noise and the cray. Um, Yes. Tommy is like any other toddler, just falls into a hysterical emotional mess, like you're saying. uh, Yeah. I don't know. I have no secret for that other than just trying to get him to bed. But I just find when he's overtired, like it just becomes a disaster. Like it's 9 o'clock before and, yeah, Mark and I are both lying in the bed with him because he has to have, like, it's just, yeah, it's hugely challenging. But I think it'll. So it's almost just just overtired so therefore won't fall asleep. just wants to Mm. fight and angry and those big emotions start to come out and you know then we're yeah. tired after a big day of work so it's kind of like sure whatever you want tom yes mummy and daddy will both lie in yes. bed with you while you go yes. to sleep like what the heck but yeah we just find more often than not we just can't be bothered. like i just oh, don't honestly. have another battle in me like no uh, yeah when you're really tired you just i know i need to be stronger with that but we'll oh, do that next nah. week it hasn't been the last yeah, couple yeah. months that's for sure I think it's, you know, uh, you remember starting a new job or starting school, like it's exhausting, new information, yeah. learning. So without doubt yeah. it absolutely will settle as they, yes. they kind of get there. But there are going to be the few yeah. rough days. And while it's hot too, like that's totally, yeah, zapping their energy. So yeah, early bedtimes yeah, yeah. is definitely what we aim for when we can. 
Yeah, no, hundred percent. I same. I mean, I, but Noah does sleep, so he's he's in sort of school hours, so from nine till three. Um, and funnily enough, he does fall into a heap at lunchtime. So you know that's pretty good. So after um, when he comes home, usually he'll come home by three. I won't pick up Charlie till about four or four thirty from daycare. So we've got a little bit of a routine where at the moment he's obsessed with puzzles, like these giant puzzles, oh. and like with the giant pieces, and he loves like putting them together. Gosh, my child is obsessed like, with puzzles. My child's obsessed <laughs> with Paw Patrol. <laughs> of course your oh, no, kid he, likes puzzles. He loves iPad time too, but I try to restrict a bit. So so he gets home, he's like, I can do my puzzles because Charlie won't oh, be around to yeah, wreck them. Brilliant. So he, I'm finishing emails. He's doing a puzzle for an hour and just kind of simmering, I think, before the hecticness of mm. the cyclone Charlie mm. hits home and then it's, you know, another level of stress because they're screaming at each other and all of that fun stuff. So ha- have an icy poles. If you behave, I'll give you yeah, an icy yeah. pole. All right, yeah. no worries. <laughs> and like watching TV and just like, I'm just like, whatever, yeah. mate. Like I can't yeah. handle. So <laughs> the screaming. I'm glad to hear there's the screaming oh, in your house because that's what's screaming. I actually feel bad because I've been saying to everyone, mm. Harry, my second born is the devil child. But I had <laughs> Harry by himself without his brother. Yeah. And I realized yeah. he's a really normal, beautiful, like normal kid. He's not a devil. I should not be calling him Hurricane Harry. So, Harry, if you ever yeah. listen to this, I'm really sorry, honey. Like, there's nothing wrong with you. You are perfect. It's just the oh. perfect storm of. I oh, now get the, the two, two the sit like oh. just the noise. Yeah. Do they, are they biting each other, pushing yeah, each other, yeah, harassing hitting, each other? Oh, yeah. yeah, Harry, yeah, Harry yeah. just loves to, yeah, attack Tommy. So, yeah, he's yes. just going for it. And he thinks it's hilarious, but Tommy is just like, how dare you touch me, like, and waxing back. And, oh, we've, we've, end, oh. we've got to that space. Yeah, it's fun, isn't it? Mm. Although I have to say now we're in the place where, and our boy's just that little bit older um, and a bit closer in age. So now what? what is it? Um Charlie, I mean, come on, live how old Charlie? Charlie will be two. <laughs> Charlie's, Charlie's two in two, yeah, And Noah's three and they're getting to the place where they're starting yeah. to play. Yeah. Like I'm talking 15 minutes of play yeah. and it's not like screaming, which is really oh, nice. So I'm hoping we get more of that Silence. moving forward. Silence. Yeah. But um, all right, well, I think uh, really I think that's probably a wrap on the on the tr- um, the transitions. Um, I think ultimately uh, as far as any resources that people can turn to, oh, do you like my background noise <laughs> of screaming very authentic. Um, one thing I did want to point people to was actually episode five where we get Juliet Moran, who's a psychologist and um, mother of three boys on the podcast. And she talks a lot about sort of how to manage transitions. I think you've, was, you've listened to that she, one. Lee. That was fantastic. Yeah. There's actually a lot of strategies that she discussed. In that you know, one. We were talking about leaving the, you were talking yes. about leaving the park and a few other. Yes. yes that that's was, right. Yeah. Very good. Good suggestion. Go back yeah, and listen so not to the to, work you know, that's already been not done. To, yeah. <laughs> not to pat my, you know, pat, pat myself yeah, on the back fat. too much for that one, but she was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So that's a good one for people to go to. I mean, obviously Raising Children Network is great as yeah. well for sort of support around transitions and, and, uh, and anything really Maggie parenthood. Dan, please come on to the pod because yes, she talks Maggie, a lot we- about transition in her, again, mothering boys book, given we're mothering yes. boys. But, yeah. Yes, she um, I did reach out to her more recently. It turns out she's busy writing her, I don't know, 
12th book, not not 12th, but, you know, she's written a few. So she's writing a book at the moment and apparently that, yeah, I'm like, just give us all your info. I'm so down. (laughs) So so basically the response was, yeah, writing a book, I'll be back on the radar in like April. I'm like, all right, Maggie, you do you, but we will get you on this podcast. we just keep putting it out to the universe, it'll happen. (laughs) It will happen. I love it. All right. Well, that's a wrap um, and we'll speak soon. See you later. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, leave us a review and give us five stars if you're feeling fancy. Want to be part of the Parenthood community? Join our Facebook group and follow us on Instagram at Parenthood Pod. Now I'll let you get back to the organised chaos. Until next time. Oh, and Noah's just walked in. Noah, can you go downstairs to Dad's for a beauty? Noah, Jules, can you just grab him? Sorry. Mum's just going to finish something off. We're just finishing our recording. Do you want to do puzzles? Do puzzles, Noah. Do puzzles. Noah, please.